up, Boston baddies? Welcome back to another episode of Drinks After Work. I'm Shannon. It's your girl, Abby. Oh, she's Abby today. Yeah. I did say hi, Abby, when I saw you. You did. I was... That was, was weird. Yeah, it was weird. I was just like, <laughs> you know what it is? So, you know, when you're in a certain mode and you can't, like, you're trying to switch into a different mode. Like work mode and pod mode. Yes. Like, yeah. I feel like we don't talk about that enough on here. Like we, most people can't really, <laughs> we leave work. Like, it's not like we record the podcast on our day off or like no. on a Saturday. Like we leave our jobs where we just worked from like 8am to however late mm-hmm. and come straight here to record the podcast. So looking all greasy and hungry, looking all greasy. <laughs> you know, when like the office air just like sucks. No one away. talks about office air. It was always boyfriend air. What about office air? That's a great point. Right? Office air. Office air is 10 times worse than boyfriend, boyfriend air. Because you know what office air doesn't give you that boyfriend air does? What? Boyfriend air gives you a sense of hope. Like, does it? Here is someone <laughs> that like maybe could be a, a lifelong companion, someone that could love me. The office ain't ever done that. You know that song? It's like, <laughs> no, the it just pays your bills. I don't know you're alive. <laughs> like, the office don't care. Office don't care that you had a bad day. Office don't care you That's got broken true. up with. Office don't care you put on five pounds. Office don't care. But like, when I leave the office, my makeup is dripping down my face. That doesn't happen on the weekends. No. It's something about office I never air. look worse than I do after work. I'm bloated. I'm upset. I'm greasy. I'm bloodshot. Like, there is my hair. Just, there's nothing good happening. Well, thank God it's an audio podcast. Thank God. But and it's also, is it thank God? Because they have to listen to our tragic voices. That's true. I don't know if people... <laughs> like make more comments being like they're ugly or if they're like who gave these girls a microphone but i don't remember oh the transition yeah it's like you're in work mode and you're thinking like you know work 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 numbers professionalism etc and then i see you and it's like i have to flip my brain and it's actually kind of hard to do that like on the spot do you treat me like a client well i think because <laughs> well it's normally like i have the the car ride to decompress but when we just saw each other outside yeah, like you were five still minutes working. ago, I was already on a work call when I saw you. So I saw you and I was like, hello, Abby. I know. That's why I was like, excuse me. Why don't we, why don't we close the door and try this again? <laughs> let's just, <laughs> let's run it back. Run it back. Run it back. Oh, well, how are you? Long time no see. Just Long kidding. No see. I know. After our Sunday dinner. It's becoming a thing. It um, is. And I don't much, know if I like it or I hate it. As much as I love you, um, I don't know if my bank account does. I know. Because we just happened to pick like, so yesterday we went to Davio's. Mm-hmm. We wanted to eat outside. I don't think that's a crime. No, like I was at my dad's car race. Yeah. I was in the sun for 20 minutes, got sunburned, <laughs> and we were driving back to the city and Michael and I were like, let's have a chill dinner Let's text Gail and Mystery Man and maybe sit by the water. I was thinking like a Temez call. That's what I was thinking. Like a, it's nice. I'm not going to lie. I did shoot that down. Okay. Then that's, that's I wasn't in the, I live in Eastie. I was sick of Mexican food. I just wanted something else for once. I did shoot that down. So it's my fault that we went to Davios. I just feel like we always say we want a casual dinner, but we never go for like, Lola burger. We're like, well, we want a casual dinner, but should we do like Lola, like 42, or should we do we could have went to Stubbies or Mastro's? <laughs> like, we're never like, let's go to Stubbies. 
I don't know why though. Like we, I could have been happy going to Stubby's. You know what? I really want to try the speakeasy place that you went to. Um, Barrachito. Yeah, but I heard the food is mid. I've never had the food, but the drinks are good. Yeah. Michael and I went for like, like after that? work drinks. What? I said mid. I think that was the first time I used it in a sentence. <laughs> I'm not, I don't know if I love the vibe for you. <laughs> no, it's, it's not bad. Mid is mid. No, it's okay. okay. Like I'm okay with it, Thank but you. it's not my favorite term i wish i remember do you remember our server's name he was a little angel but we were there was, for three hours okay he was electric i think what happened was sometimes people see people dining on a sunday and it's like they sit down you guys showed up like a few minutes after we did because you were at another reservation mm-hmm. <laughs> and you were like we're not drinking we're not drinking and then you guys were like yeah we had a drink and now we're drink- oh wait I, I shouldn't have said that why cut that out because no, Never. it's okay. Okay, whatever. Um, but no, people are gonna think I'm pregnant because no. he said that. Like, yeah, we're not drinking. <laughs> I just meant because it was a it was a school night. Yeah. Um, anyways, so no, fine. we sat down. You guys came a few minutes later. We're like, let's take our time with the cocktail list, etc. The waiter looks at, or the server looks at Michael and I and goes, "Take your time. It's a Sunday." relax, kick your feet up. Like we have nowhere to be of oh, all I night. Missed that. He goes, we don't, we don't close till 11. Obviously we're like laughing because we're like, ha ha, that's funny. Didn't realize he was being serious. So serious. Three hours later. Our reservation was at five. We got there at 5.15 as we do. Always got to utilize the 15 minute grace period. It's bad because and at we, this point, like it's I just assumed, I just like, Oh, the reservations at six thirty. Like, all right, it's a six forty five reservation. I know that's wrong, <laughs> but it's like I've now factored it in. And I know I'm going to start lying to you. That's like, do I give myself even another fifteen? I'm going to start lying to you. Michael started. Well, he didn't. That's he did. Okay. It was a five fifteen reservation. It was. Yeah, he he always lies to me now. He always tells me that it's. Oh, I wish he told us that. And it was so sad <laughs> because I actually had like a decent turnaround time when we got there, and he looks at me and he's like, <laughs> he was like. It was at five fifteen. Wow. He does he does it a lot. Wow. Sometimes he'll mix it up because he doesn't want me to get comfortable. It's like a whole psychological thing. Damn, I yeah, we didn't get the memo, but I love that for for us. But it was good. We got drinks. The oh my gosh, the popovers there are cracked. If you went, maybe they actually wouldn't love this because it's like a nice place and it's what? not like the all. If you went there and all you did was oh, get like a gloss, a gloss, a gloss, a glass of wine. <laughs> Pop a You could do that at the bar. Sit at the bar yeah. and do that. That's okay. not weird. Sit at the bar. Get, but you kind of need the vibes of the outside. True. But if you want to go for the popovers and you don't want to order like an entree, just go to the bar. Okay. So you go to the bar, you get a glass of wine, you get a basket of popovers. Trust me, you don't want just one. You want a basket uh-huh. and then a dessert. That's really, I mean, everything there is good, but that's really all you need. It is. The dessert so was good. fire. They brought out the dessert. So we're like two hours into dinner. And we were like, all right, no, no, let's let's leave. We don't need dessert. And of course, he brings over like the tray. You know when they bring over the tray of the desserts? Like yeah. it's not like you're looking at a menu. They're like, here they are before your eyes. How are you supposed to say no when they do that? I know. You can't. It's great marketing. And honestly. mystery man, like I've now uncovered after nine years of our friendship, <laughs> he always says no first. I've never seen him say yes to anything. Like Michael is like, do you want to hang out? He goes, no. And we always end up hanging out. Uh-huh. You want to go to dinner? No. We always end up going to dinner. So the waiter brings over a tray of desserts and mystery man's like, I'm not getting any of that. I'm not getting anything. And then two minutes and he's like, yeah, I'm definitely going to get the baked Alaska. We're going to get the like coconut cheesecake. And then what else do we get? 
the, lo- the, the lava cake. Oh, the lava cake. Yeah. We got three oh, desserts. Three desserts. And between the so four of us. Other tables were looking over. They were like, what is happening? What are they celebrating? I'm like, honestly, nothing. You're looking <laughs> at a table of broken people. <laughs> broken, broke people. <laughs> of people who have no will. But it was honestly... It was a really good time until we looked at the clock and realized we'd been at dinner for three hours. Literally. At 8 p.m. I'm like, I was planning on being in bed by 8 p.m. I was planning on doing laundry. Like, I was like, okay, like, I don't, I didn't, I, it wasn't in the cards to go out to dinner that night. Mr. Man had asked, I had did my own thing on Newberry Street that day. He was in the office. We met up because he had an itch to like window shop. So he was like, yeah. would well, you want to meet in Seaport? And then it just so happened that you guys texted us. But I was like, yeah, sure, whatever. Like, we can do that and like have an early night and then. We have a three-hour dinner. Yeah, I know. So laundry did not get done. It's okay. Sometimes but you that's ditch okay. the laundry. I have a short week this week. I'm like on my last legs when it comes to laundry. You know, when you reach that point where you're like, I have like no undergarments. I have like two socks. That don't Not match. pairs of socks, like two <laughs> physical socks. One of them I'm pretty sure is like knee-high, like snowboarding, like a knee-high snowboarding. Perfect thermal sock and the other one is like a little a no-show yeah but the one that always like falls off your like your ankle and like barely works so that that's what we're playing that's what we're rolling with pick your fighter i love that yeah so you went to your dad's race this weekend what else did you do that was it that was the. i mean we went to dinner friday night oh my god that's right we went to um oh we brought the boys to porto yeah and we actually made those plans that's the first time you and i have ever made plans with the boys like for us, by us. For us, by us. With us. With that was us. that was fun. Again at Porto, I personally thought like your entree. What you got the get? tail on fish. Oh, I got the Branzino again. Highly recommend. This time I tried the scallops. Amazing. I think you have if you go and you like seafood, Branzino or scallops, without a doubt. So yeah. good, especially for the summer. You want something light, summery. Like I think everything else is like steak, lamb, like very good, but. I don't know. For the summer, I need seafood. Yeah, I agree. Need something like lighter. That was great. The appetizers are amazing. Like honestly, every single appetizer I would order. But I, again, I think that if you went there and all you did was get the appetizers, like the burrata and the dessert, the zucchini salad, um, and the tuna tartare, and then you just got the skillet cookie dessert, you would leave a very, very happy guy or gal. I agree. So good. So we had a good weekend. And then on Saturday, what did you guys do Saturday? I don't remember. Oh my God, Saturday, I told, remember I got, guys, okay, baddies, oh, listen up. yes, yes, yes. I drove all the way to, okay, is it Quincy or Quincy? Quincy, Quincy. Quincy. However, Quincy. however you Quincy. dice it, I went, I drove all the way to Quincy to <laughs> I think get, it's Quincy. Quincy, I don't know. I think I just, it's something that I don't think about saying. I know, but like, I get so paranoid that I'm going to butcher something and everyone's going to yell at me. You're not even from Boston. I'm not. Um, <laughs> actually, that's not true. I was actually born in Boston, but then moved to Rhode Island like shortly after. It Anyways, is Quincy. Quincy. Shannon was wrong. Oh. How did you find that out? I just know. Oh. It's not Quincy? No. I always say Quincy. I've been saying that for Quincy. six years. Wow. Quincy. Thank you for telling me, Peter. Love that for us. Love it. Um, I drove all the way to Quincy to go to an Jap- Japanese spa to get the 100-minute deep cleansing scalp detoxification service. And you told me that you had heard about this from the Facebook group, right? Because I had never heard about this before. It's all, it's all over the Facebook groups, like Betches of Boston, girlfriends boston ours like you name it everyone's talking about it and i had i've known about it for a while but 
I knew that Mystery Man was going to be busy this weekend. So I was like, what can I do to fill the time? I was like, oh, oh let's no. What get- can I do to fill my day? <laughs> yeah. Let's have like a treat yourself day, whatever. So I booked this like a couple weeks in advance. I highly recommend doing so because they're getting more and more popular. But I'm not kidding. If you're the type of person that likes like the feeling of like people running their fingers through your hair, like. Which sounds so weird but if you think about it everyone loves that feeling what feels like you know when like you just rub your fingers to your hair no it's not the same okay that's like when you're getting your hair done and they're like they wash it yeah and it just feels so good even if they're like just and they give a little shampooing it it just feels so good and they give a little quick massage and i'm like no keep going like or when you get a facial and they just give you like a quick scalp massage like that feeling is so nice so this was for an hour and 40 minutes and i'm not kidding New customers get 15% off their first service. So mine ended up ended up being $108 plus tip, which is a bargain if you ask me, considering it was almost a two-hour service. But I like I don't really like suffer. Like I didn't go there because I like wanted my scalp to be deep cleansed and detoxified. Um, I just really wanted someone to play with my hair and like massage my head but I like this was like a full service thing like not only do they like deep cleanse your scalp but basically you sit down the first thing you do when you get there is you sit down in this chair there's this little monitor on the table and they take a camera to your scalp and they're literally running the camera over your entire scalp and you're watching it happen and I have a photo it's like an ultrasound of your hair yeah <laughs> literally like I I know I showed you I don't I didn't I was going to post it, but then I didn't because I was like, I don't know. The girl said I had thin skin. So like basically you could like see the blood vessels on my scalp, which I guess not everyone has thin skin. So I was like, I don't know if it's weird, but if you guys want to see it, just DM me, DM us, whatever. I'll show you. It was very fascinating because like you could see like little like little pieces of dandruff and like each hair follicle. And she was like, your follicles look really healthy. And I was like, that's so weird because my anxious trait is that I like will literally like pick my scalp. Like some people pick their fingers. I'll literally like. Wait, what do you mean you pick your scalp? How do you? I don't know. I just like make myself bleed. And then when it bleeds and I pick the scab. Wait, what, what, wait, how? With my nails. How do you even get in there? You just do it. You just, what do you pick? Like you just pick. I don't know. Nothing. I just scratch it. Wait, what? Oh, you scratch your head. Yeah. It's like an, it's like an anxious thing. You scratch your head. But you're not like pulling, pulling your hair out, right? No, no, no. I'm not. No, no, no. I know that's a thing. I don't pull my hair out. Okay. Okay. I didn't know. Not that there's anything. Like I know that that's like obviously. Like a thing, but like you. Okay, I guess that makes sense. Just my pick scalp, and then when it when and then I do it until it starts bleeding. And then it gets into a scab. And then I pick the scab, and then it's just a cycle. It's gross. It's whatever. So I was no, really, fine. I was really surprised for her to tell me that like my scalp looked healthy, my follicles looked healthy because I didn't know this, but basically like your scalp is just as important as your face skin. It makes sense if you think about it. So you're. Your scalp skin is four times larger and ages six times faster than the skin on your face. So basically like your face starts to sag when your scalp loses its elasticity. So like it makes sense because it's like on the top and like it all kind of connects. So Mm. if you want to. Yeah, I guess things start sagging from the top down. So they always say that like girls who go to get Botox like underneath their like you know when like the they get like the smile lines yeah and they don't like it and they're like how do I get rid of this they always say that you actually should like get 
like filler like on your upper cheekbones because it's gonna it lifts. pull the skin yeah. up. Right. Like you, you just, just want to go up. You have to start from like the root of the problem. You can't correct like where it's showing. And like even if you're like washing your face, like you don't want to like drag your skin down. You want to like pat. Yeah. Cause I don't know. Whatever. I'm not a what do they call esthetician. it? Esthetician. Yeah. I'm not an esthetician. But it's just a really good like service. Like if you have like oily oily scalp, like an itchy scalp, dandruff, like if your hair is thinning, it helps prevent hair loss too. Like if you like regularly get like get this treatment. So I highly recommend it's called Anne Japanese Spa in Quincy. And you said they like clean your oh hair my God, so yeah. well, right? I don't think my hair has ever been this clean. I was, I literally was going to say like, since I got out of the womb, but I'm pretty sure like I, my hair was not that great day one. So like day two, my hair is not has been as good as day two of my, of my life. Okay. Like that long. Like I look at my scalp and I'm like, like my hairline, like from like in the middle, it just looks brighter. Like I feel like they really got like all the dead skin cells and like they even blow dry your hair at the end. And like they had like the Dyson. That's so nice. Like my hair girl doesn't even have the Dyson. I love her, but she doesn't even have the Dyson. Like wow. it was really nice. And then I kind of want to do it. That you know, you so have fun. to. Like I will literally tell anyone that they need to do this. And they also um, basically like you lay down in this bed and your arms and your legs are kind of like, not like stuck, but like basically it's like the bed is like, What's, what's it called Lava. when you get your blood pressure checked? Like, you know how it like squeezes yeah, your arm? Yeah. Like it's slowly going in and out. I don't know. I think it helps with lymphatic drainage, she said, or something. I forget. Um, and then it like is like a pedicure Wait, bed. Wait, imagine you got that like for like a bed, bed to sleep. At. Like that's how you slept at night. Oh, that would freak me out. It would. I, it was freaking me out at first. I was like, oh my God, I feel trapped. But like, it's fine because you can easily move. But um, they also cleanse your face and then do like a sheet mask on your face. And then the whole time, like it was like for like, I think 30 minutes, they had like a steam thing over while you were doing the face mask. And then they gua sha your face, that which was so a nice. very nice touch. All right. I'm sold. You I'm have in. to do it. I'm in. That's amazing. I love that. But that's all I did. That's so fun. And then it monsooned Saturday night. So we stayed in. There's nothing, no better day than a self-care day. Did you notice it's starting to get early? Earlier. Yeah. Yeah. You knew exactly what I was saying. (laughs) No, I have noticed that. (laughs) It's actually making me sad. I know last episode, I think it was, I said, I'm like, like, I can't wait for fall. I can't wait for fall. But like, like I want it to be fall, but still light out. I know. Is that too much to ask? There is something like, so Michael and I were talking about this a few years ago. We used to have a personal trainer and we'd wake up in the summer during the COVID year. It was like, honestly, one of the things that like helped me get through the COVID year was we had this personal trainer, Danny. She's amazing. Highly recommend her. She came three days a week and we would, at the time you couldn't like work out in your gym with a personal trainer. Cause only like residents could work out in the gym cause of COVID. So we would literally go like, we were in Seaport and we'd go by the water and we'd like set up like our weights and like all this stuff, like by the water overlooking the city at like five 30 in the morning in the Oof. summer. And it was just like the fondest memories. And Michael and I were texting today and he was like, I really want to, you know, go back to the gym. I really want to start working out. Like he sprained his ankle. So he was like, would you go to the gym with me again? And I was like, definitely. But like, I kind of want to do like, while we have the summer, like I think sometimes I think about it and like, we live such crazy, like busy lifestyles and 
that's fine. It is what it is. But like, I'm in an office all day inside. Like we're inside right now. I'm going to go home to my air conditioned apartment after this. I think like opportunities to like literally soak up. It sounds so cheesy, but like soak up time in the summer when we can, even if it's like a 30 minute workout outside would just make me so happy because we don't get that. And I think pretty soon it's end of October and it's freezing out and you like don't want to be outside anymore. So I do think it's important to like try to like savor those moments because it goes by so fast, even though we're always like, like I want fall. Like I do want fall and I love fall, but like I kind of want to enjoy the summer. I know we have to savor it. We got to savor it. Live in the moment. Live in the moment, guys. All right, let's dive into drunk deets. Okay, so there is speculation that the Biebers are expecting... The Beliebers. The Beliebers. <laughs> Miss Haley Bieber is expecting a Stop. child. No. I... What do you think? I don't know. So basically what really sparked this is there was a paparazzi video of Justin, Haley, and like a few friends. They were walking through what looked like like, I don't know, some like alleyway or whatever. I don't know what it was. And a lot of people said Justin was the one to say this, but if you listen to it, it doesn't sound like Justin at all. But basically someone in the group said, I know you're pregnant, but, and then it cuts off because Justin realizes that there's paparazzi, like literally down the alleyway. And so Justin is like walking towards the paparazzi. As she's saying that he turns around to Haley in the group and probably makes a face and then you can see him literally pointing at the paparazzis and like basically being like shut up like stop talking and so i i mean you you have to listen to the video yourself i it's really hard because it's kind of dark i can't tell how many girls are in the group if it's just the two of them like and it's speculated that a girl said it like it would make sense that she was talking about Haley, but if okay. there's three girls in that group and I just can't see the third girl, then like it could be anyone in the group. Wait, so how many people were there total? I don't know exactly. Maybe six. Let okay. me see if I can find it. Oh my God. The video is unavailable. That is so Wait, sketchy. What? I sent it to you. I'm not even kidding. An hour and a half ago on TikTok, and it's gone. It literally says this video is now is unavailable. Hmm. How much did Haley pay for that? I'm just kidding. There's like a good, there's so a anyone, So it could have been talking to any girl in that group saying, I know you're pregnant. It's, Did it's you tough. see any other girls? No, I didn't see any other girls, but there's like a line of people behind them. There's like probably six I, people behind them. What I will say is that, A, I think it's suspicious that the video was taken down. Unless it's like, they just but there's don't a want million. That's there's true. a million of them on TikTok. Okay, so I did, I was actually randomly thinking about them recently because when mm. they first got married, I remember Justin was very much like, I can't wait to have babies with you. I can't wait to have babies with like, it was almost like as soon as they were married, he was very much like, I can't wait to start. Did you see the interview with Ellen? How he was like, like it was a while ago and he was so like, you see him talking about being a father one day and he just like bursts with like, you could just see, yeah. Like you could just see like, he wants to be a father so bad, but he was like, I'm ready, but I'm waiting for Haley to like achieve her goals. Like very cute. Like waiting for her to be ready. I love that. It's like that it's such a that is such a good perspective that he is thinking Absolutely. that way because it is different. We've talked about it on the pod before. It's so different for women than it is for men. Like I know mm-hmm. so many girls that are like, I want to be a mother, 
But there's also things I want to accomplish in my life. Not to say that you can't accomplish things when you right. have children, of course. But like, it's just, it is different. It does change your life. And it changes a man's life too, but not in the same way. Sorry, it just, it doesn't. So right. I think it's fair. Um, also, obviously, like there's a lot of things, I don't know, like it, it does obviously take a toll on your body. And I think that it's amazing to like love yourself through like every single change that your body goes through. But that is something that a lot of women have to like accept, like, okay, like my body's going to change. Like I need to be ready for that, accept that. And like, feel like I can go through that in like a joyful way. Also like her career kind of depends on her looking a certain type of way. Like she does yeah. model sometimes. And so yeah. I could see her wanting to just achieve certain career goals. Yeah. There's like, she wants to do that. Exactly. And it's like, of course, like it's not like she couldn't model in any state that she was in. But I think that like, it's also a personal decision. It's like, it's your body. It's how you feel about it. And like, you're, it's going to go through changes and it's also going to be painful. And I think you have to be ready. So I think it's cool. He has that approach, but I will say that they've been married for how many years has it been? Like okay, it's four? funny you say that. It they got married in 2018, and so people have been so cruel since the day they've been together. Like since before they got married, like yeah. everyone's saying like, oh, he's only marrying Haley to get citizenship. Like he oh just wants gosh. to stay in America. Like Ridiculous. blah blah blah. And so, but kind of a weird look. I will say like the toxic part of me is like, if this is true and they're pregnant, like go Haley, like trap his ass because they're five year anniversary is this year like it's very soon yeah. I don't know what month they got married in but they got married in 2018 so do the math mm -hmm. basically in order for Justin to like secure his citizenship in the U.S. they have to remain married for five years so I think like after the five-year mark if he wanted to he could divorce Haley and stay in the U.S. And that's, is that the leg that all of the haters are still like exactly. standing on? They're like, saying like, well, they're obviously going to wait five years because of the citizenship thing. Well, I like all the haters are saying like, oh, like Haley knows the five years is approaching. So she's trying to trap him by getting pregnant. Like they're like such oh horrible gosh. things. And I'm like, okay. What is, also, she is significantly younger than him. Is she? I don't know. How yeah. Like are. she's only, um, like I think, let me look, Haley Bieber age. Also, just to further spark the rumors, they recently went to one of Drake's shows and people are speculating that she's also pregnant because of like how she was sitting and like her hand placement and like what her stomach looked like. Oh. And I'm like, what if she's just bloated and you're just like yeah. basically like that's so rude. Like I hate people like yeah, it's don't ridiculous. comment on a girl's body. Okay, so he's not significantly older than her, but he's How old is three he? years older than her. So he's 29, she's 26. So okay. I do understand. But she has plenty of time to still have kids. Well, for sure. But like I do understand like when they first got married, she was what, 21? Oh, wow. I didn't think yeah, about so that. Yeah, so she was young. So I totally understand her being like, I want a few years. Wait, to how old is he? 28, you said? He's, 20, he's 29. Oh, 29. So 26. minus five. Okay. So I think when they got married, like yeah. he was like, you know, probably like what, 25 ish. Like 24. No, I don't like literally. <laughs> we both just He's, looked at each other like, like confused. Help. So it makes sense that he was like a little bit more ready. I think like, yeah. still young, but like for her, she was 21. So yeah. she needed some time. So I think the timing makes sense. I think her being 26 and being 29 and being like, let's maybe start our family now. Makes sense. Haters will say she's trapping him, but like it takes two to tango. So they be, people just can't handle the fact that this couple is becoming successful. I know. Like they can't stand it. But like you gotta, you gotta roll with the times. It is the last thing I will say. I almost I debated even shouting this girl out on TikTok. The only reason why I'm saying it is because if Haley is pregnant, 
I just wanted on the record back in March, this TikTok user, Kelsey and Callie, so K E L S E Y and C A L I, she said, which is like so weird of her. Like, if you're lying, she said she has proof that Justin and Haley were on a yacht in Baker's Bay in the Bahamas celebrating their pregnancy. And I'm like, okay, you have proof that they are on a yacht or like, how do you know that they were celebrating their pregnancy? Oh, wow. Like, and also that's in March. I mean, it's, it's now July, basically August. So I feel like she would be showing now. Yeah. And like, she looks phenomenal. So the math ain't math. Like, Unless I don't know. She's going full Kylie and is like posting throwback photos. photos and like, it's like a whole, like we had to look at her nails to figure That was just so annoying. That was like, a weird I'm time. Glad that, that era is over. <laughs> That must have been COVID years, right? Like there's no other time so. in which I'm like staring at Kylie Jenner's nails to figure out if like <laughs> we're living in the current time period or not. Yeah. But you're right. Who knows? I will say usually there's there's a little truth to everything out there. If everyone's randomly talking about the being pregnant, oh. I'm sure that they are. And <laughs> to be honest. Other people said that like they saw Haley leaving like a fertility specialist. Oh. But like that doesn't mean anything. Like I that have could PCOS. Like see, I could be going yeah. to see if I'm fertile. It doesn't mean I'm pregnant or trying to get pregnant That's like a good point. like people just jump to conclusions all the time so i mean congrats you saw her leave like a doctor's office like an OBGYN or something like whatever like she's a female she's gonna do that all right on to weirder news um a youtuber just spent is this fourteen thousand? but i'm pretty sure it was over a million dollars trying to transform himself into a dog what do you mean where did you see a million i like i was looking at this with michael the other day because i was like wait it only costs 14k to turn yourself into a dog like it was a just boom. a costume <laughs> Wait, I thought that he like got like surgery. Not that I know of. Are we talking about the same guy? Wait, I thought that there was a guy. I don't know. Every everything says something different. You're right. I am seeing a lot of 15k, but it was just a co- it was just a costume because mm-hmm. someone said it was a transformative procedure, which I guess could just be a costume. So people said like the headlines was YouTuber spent 14k to transform himself into a dog in a collie specifically. Um, so basically, like, you're not going to be able to witness this unless you take a trip to Tokyo. Um, but he just made his debut this past July. His name is Toko? Yeah, Toko. Talk, is it Toko? T-O-C-O. Um, I think it's time we bring back bullying. I think that, like, <laughs> I know that's mean, but, like, th- this is just, this is a bit too much. He basically said that this was his dream since he was a child. He said, quote, I think it was a desire to transform. I've thought about it since I can remember. Wow. Did you see how creepy the video is when he literally waved and like yeah. dogs were like questioning, like, is this a real dog? It's just like, like, I don't know. The simulation is just getting so weird. It really is. I don't know what's happening anymore. The world is just like. I don't know. I don't know what's weirder, him doing it or his like family and friends like kind of enabling it. Yeah. I don't really know. No intervention. To be completely honest, I don't know enough about him to know if this is like a fun thing or if this is genuinely like, I know there are people who genuinely believe that they are an animal and I'm not educated enough to speak on it. But I do know that like it is definitely pretty crazy. It sounds like he doesn't even have like a... (laughs) 
relationship like not a relationship but like he doesn't have like a like a story behind why he chose he a collie like he literally said quote i thought a big animal close to my size would be good considering that it'd be a realistic model so i decided to make it a dog there are restrictions but you can move in it however if you move too much it will not look like a dog interesting so it just sounded like okay so it's a costume like, though it's a costume so like, I, it's when so I first read it, when I read like transformative procedure, when I read procedure, I thought mm-hmm. that like literally like plastic surgery, like to adding look hair like a dog. to, <laughs> and I got like extremely scared, but if it's a costume, then I guess that it is what it is. I have so many questions though. Like I want to know like <laughs> what the average time he like spends wearing this a day. I, like does he know. sleep in it? Is it just in public kind of thing? Yeah. Does I, he go to like a dog spa to get like I, a doggy bath? Stop. Like what? I'm not sure. I have a I lot can, of questions. I plead the fifth. I plead the fifth. I cannot come okay, any let's, further on this matter. Let's, let's move on okay, to Cardi on. B. Yes. Um, homegirl is a suspect for battery after throwing a microphone at a fan mid concert. Hmm. So she was performing at a beach club in Vegas yep. when she literally asked fans to splash her down okay um like if you watch the video before like not the video of her throwing the microphone but a separate video of her she's like splash me down like and then she like put her like butt like turned her butt to the audience and like people started like throwing water at her and i don't know like the time stamps of like when that video was taken and then when the microphone incident happened but basically like she wanted people to like throw water at her and then later when she's performing i think it was bodak yellow um someone threw a cup of water at her and it hit her in the face i don't think the cup hit her in the face or did they just like take use the cup to like yeah like they just like threw the water because it's one thing to throw a cup at someone's face right thing to splash water at someone's face at a beach club water party yeah i i looked at the video i didn't see the cup hit her in the face i think it was just water and like basically she got so mad which like I get but violence is not the answer like she probably was thinking like yo like I can't see and like oh you're gonna ruin my makeup and hair like I get that but violence is not the answer she ended up throwing the microphone and hit the wrong person and so that's who like went to the police station the next day and I don't know if they've actually filed anything like a civil case or whatever but like I don't know. It says she's suspect for battery. So interesting. I wonder if like she actually hurt the girl. Honestly, probably like a microphone. Is that like could heavy. kind of hurt. Imagine someone throwing this. What we're yeah, using that's right what now. I'm saying like it's heavy. This is the thing. I do understand like it's a f- infuriating feeling when someone like splashes water in your face. But if you're at a beach club and you're in Vegas, like I'm just thinking about all the times in my life that I've been like at a pool party or yeah, in Miami in Vegas, whatever. And it's like, there's the first like hour of the day where you care what you look like. And then someone splashes you. And like, at first you're a little annoyed. And then by the end of the day, you're just like, doesn't matter. Makeup is like dripping off your face. But you're having so much fun. And I think celebrities need to stop being so stuck up. Also, if you don't want to like, don't ask people to splash you at all. Exactly. Like it's you like, you, got it was like a gateway for. splash. Like she asked for the splashing initially. And then I don't know. I think people just need to stop taking themselves so seriously. And like also ultimately everyone's there to celebrate you and like you're going to throw something at one of your fans. That's just weird. Yeah. Like what if you had no fans? What if no one showed up? What if there was no one there to splash you? <laughs> <laughs> then she'd be crying. I will say though, I do think 
And again, like I can't feel that sorry for her because she asked for it. But I do think people throwing things on stage, like whether it was thrown with hate or not, needs to stop. Um, There's been like a recent uptick in artists, performers, like getting hit with foreign objects, foreign substances. That is is true. It can be scary. If you put yourself in their shoes, like you're up on stage, like you're performing, you're in the zone and then you see a foreign object or you might not even see it coming. All of a sudden, like a foreign object or substance hits you in the face or wherever on on you, like that that can be traumatizing. That's a good point. She might have just been more like freaked out than yeah. anything. Just like, like what having if, some, yeah, something like, like for all she knows, face. she that could have been gasoline and then a match coming next. Like, that's so true. do you ever think about that's that? That's my intrusive thoughts. Do you ever worst. think about that? Yes, okay. all the time. The, no, do you ever think about the um, like the people that throw acid in girls' faces? Yes, I do. Why do I think about that once a week? It's like <laughs> I don't want. To, I don't want to. I know. But, like it's it's like wasn't it big in like the eighties or something? Uh, for those know. of you that don't know, like. I don't know. There's like stats to back it up. But basically, I think it was like back in like the 80s and 90s or maybe even earlier. People would walk around the city with big things of like acid. And if they saw like a young girl, they'd like go up to her and just like dump acid in her face and like literally melt off her face, like ruin her life. Yeah. And so, I think, and it's, I'm pretty sure it still happens. Like, wait, I'm gonna look up acid in the face. Oh my God. You Are you sure you want to Google that? It's gonna be really sad. I just want to see if it still happens because I'm sure it does all across the world. Yeah. London is acid attack hotspot of Western world with victims as young as 10. Aww. Like this is happening to people. I actually like, Oh my gosh, it's so scary. It happens in like nightclubs it happens on the street. Stop. I went through a period of time where I couldn't stop thinking about this, which isn't like a way to live. So I'm not saying this is the right thing to do, but I would like walk around like, on the street, like, constantly on my guard up like looking at people being like does that person have acid okay anyways so- in case you just like wanted like a random fear to have on like a <laughs> yeah. monday morning there's there instilling there fear you, there you in go. the baddies <laughs> instilling fear i'm kidding service. no one in boston would do that guys stop don't even i don't even want to put that in the universe that scares me um but i do i again i do think it needs to stop um god there's like a whole list of people Baby Rexa, Drake, Kelsey Ballerini, Steve Lacey, Kid Cudi, Pink. Um, who's that recent one? The country music girl. She was actually kind of, oh no, she was being mean because people were taking selfies during her concert. Never yeah. mind. I don't even want to say her name because she's a meanie Bobini. But, um, Fofini. Fifi, Bobini. Banana, <laughs> Anyways, I just think it needs to stop. I think, yeah. I think artists need to stop asking for it and patrons need to stop doing it. Yeah, we just have to be more. Just loving. keep your hands to yourself. Keep your and keep hands it moving. to yourself and keep it moving. And just enjoy the show. Put it on a t-shirt. Yeah. All right. I think at this point, a lot of us have heard or seen about the Twitter rebrand to X. I will say, it is a trippy feeling looking down at your phone and like where the little bird used to be. There's just an X. It's kind of dark. I can't and help sad. but to just like think about the Ed Sheeran album. I don't know. What, maybe what Ed Sheeran album? The, just like the X. That was a good album. Oh, I, I don't follow Ed Sheeran. Okay, but good album. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, So that should bring happy times. It is weird, though. I don't like it at all. I, I, you know, I don't have my, you know how you can like turn off automatic updates for your apps on yeah. your phone? I have mine off, but for some reason I chose to update it knowing what would happen and I regret it immensely. I don't like how it looks. I don't like 
I don't like Elon Musk's vision behind this. Basically, like <laughs> I don't like Elon's vision. I I don't. I yeah. And it's the thing about it. It's not just like a logo rebrand. Like he's trying to rebrand the entire app. Yeah. Which I think, like, I'm not the only one that feels this way. Like there are business analysts that think that this move is risky. Like he's basically undoing years and years of, of branding behind like Twitter's Bluebird and just like everything that Twitter used to be and now he's kind of ruining everything and I'm like if it ain't broke don't fix it people love Twitter it's like people love it the way that it is and are there like obviously not to get political I know that people have issue with like censorship and freedom of speech I'm not gonna go there I'm talking about like people love having a platform where they can just like talk shit that's yeah that's how people they live for it so Maybe he means, I don't know what he means by completely rebranding it, but like. He said, it's more than just a name change. It represents his plans to create an everything app. And I'm like, why, why, why do we need an everything everything app? app? I was just thinking that I don't need, you know what I need? I need to be able to live my life that does not, like that is not constantly consumed with this little. Square box. Square box. I I was thinking this the other day. I have like. I look up and like there's this whole world in front of me. Wow, I literally sound like I'm like tripping. But like <laughs> I have this whole world in front of me that was created for me to enjoy. Like truly, like I have like friendships and relationships and it's beautiful and there's nature and there's a city and there's ocean and there's so much I can do. But like 90% of my life is consumed with this stupid little box. And now you're telling me you want to create an everything app. Like your everything shouldn't be an app. No, it <laughs> like we deserve more than that. Like we truly deserve more than that. Elon. That's not, it's not nice. It's not. I think he needs to, like, doesn't he have other things to do? It's just like, it messes. <sighs> this is why I don't like change. It's, it messes me up because you know what it is? People like Elon Musk. People like people like all these celebrities that don't drink, but then create an alcohol brand. It's like they know that they're just messing us up. And they're like, how do I get these people so infatuated and so consumed with technology that they are so riddled with anxiety and they don't know how to produce, you know, a single like original thought. But then they're off like, you know, private jetting around and enjoying their lives. It's like, screw you. Like, why are we the ones who have to suffer because you came up with this idea and now we have to spend our life behind the stupid screen all the time? Mm-hmm. Dumb. I don't even know anything about the app, but you don't even those are it. my thoughts. Do you know how much he bought Twitter for? How much? I don't remember. 44 billion with a B. B as in boy. B as in banana. Oh. B as in. That's a lot. But. I do understand the idea of like putting your own like trademark. Peter's on laughing at me. <laughs> it took you so long to figure out that third word. But <laughs> that was good. I didn't know that was, what else. That was good. What would you have said? B as in button. banana? Button. Yeah. It's like well, just an extra t- 10 on the end. No, I meant like just like other than butt and banana and boy. Um. There's <laughs> not a lot of Benjamin. Ben, that's no fun. That's a name. Ben Jerry's. Oh, Ben I don't Jerry's. Know, but we already said I'm doing the best I can. Okay. No one ever accused us of being smart. Billion. Forty-four billion. billion. That's a lot of money to just 
fuck up the entire Capital app. It'll be. You know what? I do think though. I understand wanting to put your own flair, your own trademark on something. Like no. he just purchased this extensive <laughs> thing. He wants to make it his own. But also like the ego to be like, I'm gonna make it better and I'm gonna read. I think we should delete it. Yeah. The app. Yeah. I think if we all all the baddies. Oh, B for baddies. Okay, wait, I okay, I was thinking about this has nothing to do with this, but just random so random sorry. aside. I keep running into people in my life that are like, I've deleted Instagram, I've Congrats. deleted all social media, like I'm off the grid. It no longer consumes me. But they're still on Instagram. It's like they physically deleted the app. Like they like double clicked. And what and are they on Safari? Hit X. But it's like they're still viewing my stories. They're still active. Like they're still online. It's like in their mind, they're like, I deleted Instagram. No, you didn't. You did not delete Instagram until you deactivated your account. Until you let it go past the 30 days. Because past 30 days, you can't get it back. We have a good friend that was like, I deleted Instagram. Oh yeah, we do. And Michael was like, literally went on and was like, I physically see you on Instagram. <laughs> and he's like, I deleted the app. But no, cause like that means like, it's like- um, You can just re-download it, whatever well, you want. Well, it's like having one, one foot in, one foot out. It's like, mm -hmm. you know that it's like, oh, I'm still active, I'm still there. If the right person reached out to me or if I wanted to go back on, I could in like a moment of weakness. It's like one thing to just- you know, delete the app off your phone. It's another one to deactivate your account. There's a very big I will difference. say though, like, yes, that's like you want to have your cake and eat it too. I will say if that's what you have to do at first, at the beginning, like don't quit cold turkey. Because if you quit okay. cold turkey, it's a little hard. But like if you're deleting it off your phone and you're, you know, withholding going on every now and then, like, okay, fine. I'm not going to hate on you. But if you don't actually delete your account eventually then like it doesn't count i agree but i you. think quitting cold turkey can be hard that's a like good point. we've been addicted for how long yeah when did we get like when did i upgrade from the razor phone it, yeah it is an addiction I think it's an addiction people don't toxic. realize that i think that's a really good point yeah you're right i'm not here to judge anyone for not i think more so it's like when people are bragging about like yeah i like, don't congrats I don't you're better Instagram. than i am i don't need that <laughs> like you're consumed blah 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 but then i'm yeah. like i literally see you on there like i see you yeah i know you're there liar liar pants on fire like just because you're accessing it on your macbook pro <laughs> and not on your phone doesn't mean that you don't use instagram but I, but I agree with you. I think sometimes it's like just like any sort of addiction. It's like you can be in denial. Denial is a it's, river in Egypt. It's Sorry. To it's toxic. <laughs> it really is truly toxic. Also, like, I think what it is, is I don't know if you agree with this. What? I think that if just like with anything, if I tell myself, all right, like it's because I'm not, you know, me, I'm not a huge I'm on my phone a lot, but I'm like not. I don't know how to I know it. you're not because you didn't just appreciate my denials or whatever in Egypt. You're, that is funny. Like the, Do you know what it's from? Yeah. Yes. Oh, okay. TikTok. Cool, cool, cool. I'm not like that in the dark. Any hoozles, go on. Any hoozles. Um, you're not on your phone a lot. No, I'm like, I am, but I'm not. I don't really know what I'm doing, to be honest. But like, if it's like 8.45 and I'm like, all right, I'm going to go on TikTok for 15 minutes and then just like a little bit of time exposure to like what's going on out there. It's always going to be at least an hour or two, right? Like always. <laughs> yeah. I can't like give my, I'm not someone that does healthy boundaries. I'm so much better at either doing nothing or everything. TV, like I don't watch TV during the week. I know myself. 
if I start season one, episode one of Suits or Vampire Diaries or Grey's Anatomy, like I'm going to be up till two in the morning watching it. I won't get any sleep. I'll be grumpy at work the next day. Instead, I'm like, no TV. It works perfectly. I don't know. I don't know if you're like that or not. No, that happened to me recently. You remember when I like never watched TV and then suddenly I became a TV girl? Mm-hmm. Well, like now, yeah, you now I'm like having, I used to have like a couple shows I'd used to watch every week. Like I have a specific night of the week and I'd watch that show, whatever. But recently I literally, I started a show on like maybe a Sunday and I watched like maybe like half the season in one day and I couldn't stop. Like that next day, that Monday, I was up until 2 a.m. on a school night mm-hmm. finishing it because I was like, no, I have to. It's almost better if I don't find shows I like. Exactly. Um, I never can do, especially on Netflix, like I will watch something till two in the morning. Like I will keep, and I'll yeah. be like, one more episode, one more episode. Toxic habit. It's a toxic habit. So it's so much better for me just to be like, no. So it's better for me to say like, no TikTok, no Instagram, like just no. And like, I have the apps. Like I don't think necessarily having the apps is the issue for me it's more like when I tell myself yep it's the self-control when I start I can't stop so I think like everyone has their thing and it's all about like knowing what your boundaries are because otherwise it can get boundaries can get toxic that's another b word boundaries I'm so, so sorry. Many, so many words that start with B. So <laughs> well, I couldn't think of them like five minutes ago, but here they are. Speaking of boundaries. Oh. Okay. Speaking. So we spoke last week about uh-huh. obviously like quitting culture and yep. how there is a difference between, you know, like protecting your peace, setting boundaries, um, you know, removing yourself from toxic situations, from abusive situations, et cetera, like which are all good things. And you know, just quitting when life gets hard, quitting when a relationship gets hard, quitting when marriage gets hard, et cetera. And how we think it's important to not just like quit when life gets hard because difficult times in life are what produce endurance and it's important to overcome difficult times, which I think we were in agreement on. Yes. I do think though it is important to acknowledge because I know um, people have this question how to start to differentiate maybe when a situation is toxic or when you, you know, are around a person and I'm not talking about like necessarily a toxic relationship. Cause I think that's a different topic we've covered before, like toxic romantic relationships, but Platonic. toxic people, how do you know when you're in a situation that might be toxic or you have a friend and you're like, this doesn't really feel like it's giving me peace. This friendship is like making me feel anxious. I don't really know why. Like, what are some things you think that can be identified that you're like, maybe you need to remove yourself from that situation or that relationship? I have one. Yeah. Um, okay. This could be literally a friend, a coworker, just a stranger at a party, like whatever, an acquaintance. It could be anyone, but if you have like a, doesn't even necessarily have to be a friendship. It could be just an acquaintanceship. Is that a word? I don't know. An apprenticeship. An apprenticeship. <laughs> if you have an apprenticeship with someone and you find that like they're only talking about themselves, like they didn't ask you like, how was your day? How was your weekend? What's up with you? Yes. What's new with you? Like they're only talking about themselves. Like odds are they're probably a narcissist, but like they're so self-absorbed that they don't even, they're not even aware that they're doing it. That's so true. Like, there's like a different and I'm not kidding. I get so nervous about that myself. Like I get paranoid because I feel like there's two modes of me. Either I'm like really quiet because like sometimes I get social anxiety. Like either I'm like too quiet and people probably think I'm a bitch because I'm like not speaking or whatever. Or like I feel comfortable and I'm talking and I get nervous that I'm talking too much about myself or like just talking too much in general. 
And so like, I don't know, that's another story. Like that's a fine line, but like, I've definitely come across people where I'm like sick. Oh, like, yeah. You know, what's funny about me. You just said that. And I started laughing because when? I actually think that you're very, when you were just talking about how like, when you do talk, you get nervous about being the type of person that only talks about themselves. Yeah. It's funny though, because of the fact that you are nervous about that, that's how you know that that's not how you are. Like, okay, uh, I was talking to yeah. someone a few months ago and I was like, I'm just like nervous. I'm just like a bad person. And they were like, no, bad, bad people, people don't wonder that. Yeah, bad yeah. people don't, I, or maybe I saw it on TikTok. I don't even know what's real anymore, but it's like bad people don't worry about being a bad, about being bad. They, because That's true. They, they just are. It's like a genuine fear of mine though, because I've come across so many people like that, that like, I just never want to be like them. And like, I asked a friend recently, I was like, do I talk about myself too much? I don't think you do. I think oh, you do. I think you're a healthy medium. But I also think that there are times in life, like you might be going through like a season where you just have so much going on and we're going to talk about and like focus on you. That's true. And then there's times when like, I have a lot of shit going on and we're going to talk about me a little bit. That's true. But I think as long as you're aware, I think if you're aware of it, that's huge. And it's, this is an interesting one. Cause I think a lot of times in your life, especially growing up, right? Like children are very selfish, yep. not in like a negative way, but it's just how they are. You are looking to, you know, you want like food, company, friendship, love. Like you grow up being very selfish. You're supposed to reach a point in your life where you start to be more selfless. Yeah and care about other people. They start sharing and yes. like thinking like, oh, like maybe I should share my toy. Like it happens yes. with time. Yeah, and like as you reach adulthood, like theoretically you should reach a point where like you wake up in the morning and you're thinking of other people and doing things for others. Like that should come naturally and it comes more naturally to some than just others. Um, and I think it's okay if like you go through stages of your life where you're talking about yourself because you're going through something, but something I feel like in my like early twenties, I didn't pay attention to. And now I do is what you just said, which is people that never ask you about how you're doing. It's mm -hmm. like, I have friends who like, I was friends with for years. I didn't see anything wrong with it because sometimes it's like kind of fun. Just like knowing what's going on in someone's life. And honestly, I don't know if you ever get like this, but there's times like, I don't really want to talk about my life. Cause I'm not really yeah. comfortable. Like I don't want to fully dive into it. So I kind of like talking to someone about like what they have going on in their life and yeah. stuff. But like, one time I had a friend and she came over and we were talking for a while and my other friend was there. We were, I don't know, I'm trying to not give too many details, but <laughs> um, we were basically, we were like on vacation somewhere and there was three of us and these two friends weren't really close with each other, but I knew, I knew both of them and the one of them, let's call her um, Angelina. Ooh. I love her. Great friend, whatever. Like, genuinely like sweetheart. But by the end of that trip, my other friend, let's call her Margaret was like, Shannon, I couldn't help but notice the entire time. All Angelina did was talk about herself. Like you guys were talking, having a conversation. She never once asked you, how's your relationship? How are you doing? Like, are you happy? It was always about her, what she has going on. And she was like for two days, she never asked you a single question. And it was weird oh. because that's rough. This I was, I think I was like maybe 23 or 24. Did you notice it? No, that's the weird part. Never. I left that trip and I was like, that was so much fun. We have the best time together, yeah. blah, blah, blah. And it wasn't until my friend said that to me that the first time in my life that I realized that someone asking you about your life is actually very, very important because what is on your heart will come out of your mouth. <laughs> and it, like, I never really thought about it before. I but like that. her not asking me Maybe like when you're in a 
small talk conversation. That's one thing. But her spending two days with me and not asking me anything about myself, she really probably didn't care. Honestly, if it was on her heart to like care about me and how my life is going, she probably would have asked me like, I don't know, maybe one or two questions. But the fact that she was perfectly fine living her, like talking about just herself, what she has going on, exciting updates and stuff in her heart of hearts, she probably, that was really what she cared about. If she really cared about what was going on in my life, she would have asked. I think while you're saying that, I was thinking back to a time in my life when like I genuinely, genuinely, (laughs) whatever, I can't, whatever. I, I honestly didn't care a lot about much, about anything, about anyone. Yeah. Barely even myself. And I would have this toxic mindset of like, like if you were telling me this, like, back then I'd be like, whatever. Like you didn't ask someone like whatever, like odds are I didn't ask because I generally don't care how their weekend was. I generally don't care how they are. Like it's like whatever. Like, and then I realized one day I was like, no, Abby, like you have to care. Like, yeah, that's a good point. Even if it's, even if it's surface level, pretend like you don't have to like, and I'm talking like, like maybe with like acquaintances or coworkers, it's just like, be a decent human being, being like a nice person doesn't cost anything. Like it's not going to ruin your day by asking someone like how their day is. Like you're not better than them. Like it's, I don't know. I don't know if anyone else has gone through that, but like, I just remember like in a low part of my life where I'm like, I just, I didn't care. I was like, whatever. That's a, that's a really good point. And I think what you just said on is important because we go through stages in our life. Yeah. I think I've gone through some stages in my life where I did make a lot of things about me and The interesting thing is like, ultimately, if I'm not asking my friend how she's doing, how her life is going, because maybe I'm like, well, no, no, no. I I just like, I want to talk about myself. I want to talk about what I'm going through. Usually it had more to do what was going on. There was some shit going on in my life, like some shit inside that was not right with me. Odds are. I didn't care about that person enough. Odds are. You, you, you may care about that person, but you might not want to hear what's going on in their life because you don't want to compare your life to theirs and like, like realize that like, Oh, I actually am not happy with my situation. I'm not happy with my life. I'm not happy with my decision. So like, sometimes I feel like it comes from a place of like self-hatred. Right. That's a really good point. I completely agree with that. But regardless of like what the reason is, I think if, I think if you're with someone or you're friends with someone, like you said, whether or not it bothers you, start to pay attention to it. I guess that that's what I'll implore people listening to this podcast to do because it's a very, very interesting thing. I'm not talking about like a relationship where like you go through different stages where one person has stuff going on, other person does. I guarantee you there are people in your life right now who start to just like pay attention to the conversations and see if they ever ask about how your week was, how you're doing. And you're going to start to notice trends and you're going to be like, wait a second, that that bitch has not asked me how I'm doing in two years. Like it's a weird thought, but it does happen. And I think the more that you realize that you'll start to notice other trends about them, which is like, you know, maybe they're a little selfish. And the fact that they don't ask about me, Oh wait, they, now that I think about it, they never, you know, wish me a happy birthday, which that's not the most important thing, but like, Oh, they don't really show up for me when I need them the most. Like usually these trends will kind of go hand in hand because what people speak usually comes from with our heart. And their heart will dictate like how they, how they live and how they ultimately treat you. Question. You said this trip was a while ago. Are you still friends with this person? Yeah. And has she changed? 
No. Really? <laughs> no. I think and, and, and that's a me problem, right? I think it's an awkward thing to bring up to someone like, hey, like you've actually never asked me. I will say maybe she's gotten a little better with, with age. And there's definitely things that, I mean, I'm not perfect. Like I can't, it's tough for me to like, you know, compare to say something right. to someone when like I'm not a perfect friend by any means. It's just more so something I've noticed over time. And I think there's some friendships I've had in my life where her and I are still friends. Are we best friends, maybe like we used to be, maybe not. Because I think you kind of see relationships for what they are and there's certain people that you know that you can count on and that are invested in your life. And there's some that you're like, I love this person. We have a lot of fun together. I'll always love you. But like, are you someone that's like such a close individual in my life? Maybe not anymore. And I'm not saying that's the reason, but I do think that like what I was just saying about like where there's smoke, there's usually fire. Like there was definitely like more to it where I'm like, ah, like this person isn't as invested as, as I am. Hmm. I don't know. It's interesting. You're like trying to figure out. Who I am. I'm like, is it me? No. Am I the drama? No, I don't think that about. No, yeah. I'm. I, no, that's I how just, paranoid I, have, I am. Wait, really? There was a part of you that thought it maybe was you. I don't know. What wow. year did you say this trip was? I'm like, I literally was like, what year did she when say? When did we meet? <sighs> okay. I think that's a big one. So people that talk about themselves, I think this goes hand in hand with that one. It has to do with people who talk about themselves, but it's people who are constantly bragging about themselves. Ooh. What do you think about that's, that? Okay, first of all, if it's a guy, that's such a turn off, but like even like just the humble gives, brag, like just have to yeah. throw it in there. Yes. Even even if it's not a guy, like it's just like it gives me the ick. Even if it's a girl, it just gives me the ick. Like I'm like, ew, like what I don't know. I I know a lot of people that do that, unfortunately. People like to talk about themselves, but like there are people in my life where it's like they can't help but to throw in a weird little braggy. It's, it's almost like I, I hate the humble brag. I'd almost rather someone come, on, someone come right out and be like, you know what? I think I looked hot this weekend rather than like, yeah, it was just like so crazy because this weekend I was out and it was just like, like, you know, all these guys were just like saying how I was like the prettiest girl they've ever seen. And it was just like kind of wild. Like, I'm just like, what are we doing, Brittany? What are we doing? <laughs> like <laughs> another B word. I That's true. Sorry. <laughs> I you're so funny I know thank you the bragging I, does piss me off yeah it's it's an ick and especially if they're bragging about money oh or how like how much money they make or how much money their parents have that pisses me off to no one I'm like honey you're not bragging. rich your parents are rich <sighs> like that pisses me off to no end it's toxic and it's like this isn't a competition like yeah, that's a good point. It's I a think weird flex. Bragging. Unless bragging you're bringing about, me on a yacht. Like, yeah, that's I don't a good care. Point. It's like if you're going to brag how much money you have, then like. Put your money where your mouth is. Put your money where your mouth is. Take me on a private jet. Pick up the bill. I think that um, I read somewhere once that people who constantly are like bragging about themselves usually come from a place of like insecurity. Because they're yep. needing to validate themselves because maybe they're not getting that validation from other people. I think, again, a lot of these things we're talking about don't necessarily mean like, oh, this person is bad. Like I think, I think sometimes in life we like to villainize. We're like, this person's good, this person's bad. I think everyone's bad. I think everyone has their own shit they're working through. And a lot of these things usually come from a place of insecurity. However, I think that if you're like best friends with someone like this or someone like this is in your life and it's starting to affect you and like your peace, I think it's okay to set some boundaries and like create some distance because it's really tough for people like this to change. Um, have you, I think bragging in general, but bragging about money is difficult. Have you ever like had a friend that just constantly was like bragging, talking about themselves, like talking about how much money they make? 
Um, no, not a friend, but people I know. Yeah. So you've never like gotten close. No, no, like no. Because yeah. the difference is that like, I will say the toxic part of me, like if I, if I don't want to entertain the conversation, I won't. Like yeah. I will shut that down. If I find, if I like pick up on someone bragging or whatever, like I'm not going to give them the response that they want. Like I'm not going to be like, oh my God, that's so cool. Tell me more. Like that's I'll be like, point. cool. And like, keep it moving. Like, so I feel like the people that brag about themselves know that I'm not the person to do it to and they stop. <laughs> you <laughs> and, and I were also, just like joking about this the other day. Where are we when? No, no, not about this specific subject. When we were talking about like, instead of saying like, oh, I'm going to take my boat out. It's like, I'm going to take my shut out or my yacht out or something. Hinkley. But then I was like, it's the type of person that says, not that you're like this at all. It was more like a joke. Yeah. Um, But I was like, it's the type of person that says like, oh, I'm going to go like drive like my Porsche instead of being like, I'm going to go drive my car. Yeah. Like, oh, I have to go pick up the Porsche from the shop instead of like, I'm going to go pick up the car from the shop. Yeah. It's like that. That's weird. Subtle. I think a lot of times like there's the people that are like blatant about it, but I feel like I've had so many people in my life who do the subtle, humble bragging. And it's like, that just irks me. And part of me is like, like, I don't want to be the person that is like shutting it down. Why not? Because I understand it. it comes from a place of insecurity. So I'm like, all right, like obviously they have something to prove. I don't want to like deflate them, but I also don't want to like feed into it. So then I just feel awkward. I'm just like, oh, like, <laughs> like I don't know what oh. to say. I feel Yeah, awkward. it's uncomfortable. Like, I think when you talk about setting boundaries, like I find myself needing to set boundaries from people that are like that because it like gets in my head. I'm like, I don't know how to respond to you. And I almost feel like annoyed that you're bragging about yourself but I also don't want to cut you down because that's not like the loving thing to do, but I also don't want to feed into it. So it's like just awkward. And I just find myself being like, all right, boundaries. I promise if you don't feed into it, you're going to be so much happier. Come to the dark side with me. <laughs> just it's cut, great. cut people down. I weed it's out like, so many people. It's like the people that like fish for compliments. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Constantly fishing for compliments. And I do think it's okay to do that around your boyfriend. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm why like, haven't like, you complimented honestly, me yet today? Like, like, honestly, like I know I look horrible in this shirt. I'm just like, why well, I'm to be like, no, you look, <laughs> it's so sad. Oh. We all kind of do that. Though. Yeah. And even if we don't just tell me that we do. Absolutely. Of course. Of course. Okay. I like your shirt. So I think that that's like one kind of like grouping. Is You're like, welcome. Oh, you do like my shirt? <laughs> Wait, I didn't even hear you say that. Oh, Peter you. did. I thought you were giving an example like I like your shirt. No. But you do like my shirt. Well, I just said it, but I do mean it. Oh. I so do mean it. it with, now I like don't even know if I can trust you. I'm kidding. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. I like your shirt too. <laughs> Ew, stop. Ew. Um, so I think that's like one grouping is like the people who are like bragging, talking about themselves, boasting, etc. The other type of toxic person that I personally, I don't know if you can relate to this, but need to remove myself from is the person that is jealous. Oh, they are always self-pitying. They can't feel happy for others. They're always gossiping. They're always talking badly. How do you feel about people like that? Like it just constantly, like you're, you go, you go to sit down and have lunch with them. And it's like, as soon as you sit down, the second you sit next to them, it's like, Shit talking this person, gossiping about her. Her engagement ring was ugly. Her wedding dress sucked. She was, you know, she looks like a bitch. Like their oh. their boyfriends mean. Like just instantly like talking badly about others. <laughs> the claps. 
because I'm like, how do I want to address it? I think I would be hypocrite to say <laughs> that I don't partake in any gossip. Okay. And you However, do, but like, I don't think that you're amounts. a gossip. I wouldn't say that you're a gossip. Like a gossiper? No, I don't. I think That's that good. when we sit down to That's hang not the out, first thing I say no. you don't sit down and go instantly go did you hear about her did you did you see what happened like, yeah that's not you I honestly don't think I'd be as close with you as I am if that oh. was you to be oh my completely God. honest thank you okay well that makes me feel good but like like I'm saying like I think I'd be a hypocrite but I do think that again like we've been talking about obviously people that are putting down others are doing it to try to make themselves feel better about True. themselves and that is an unattractive trait yes that's it's unattractive I think there's like a fine line between like gossip like mean gossip and like I do think being there's in the know. like yeah like being in the know and like oh my god did you hear so and so like made out with so and so like whatever like okay. I think there's a so fine there's line there's I think levels. there's levels yeah gossip is a hard one there's levels to it there's a fine line like how much is it consuming your day and your time and your energy how much how much are other people consuming your time yeah it's like I think there's this quote it's like comparison is the thief of joy thief of joy yeah. yes and I think the second grouping we talked about, I think the first one is all about like your ego, your inflated self of sense of self. That's mm -hmm. the first type of person that's kind of difficult to be around. I think the second one is like the person who everything is about other people. Yeah. Comparison. And I think a lot comes from that jealousy, right? So like yeah. people that are gossiping are usually the same ones that are constantly jealous. They're constantly comparing themselves to others. And then they're constantly like complaining about what they have because they're like, ugh, like, she has an Audi. It's so annoying. Her parents bought it for her. She's never had to work a day in her life, blah, blah, blah. Which, okay, fine, whatever. People have different situations. Life isn't fair. That's okay. But I think Preach. that when that's starting to consume you and you're waking up every single day thinking about the fact that like, this girl has what I want. This girl has what I want. Why is she so skinny? Why is she blonde? Why is she like this? Why is she dating him? Why does she marry into a rich family? Like, if that is consuming you, you're never going to be happy. Mm -hmm. And it's like what we were talking about a few weeks ago, but gratitude, like the opposite of gratitude is sitting there, like comparing yourselves to other people all day long, which is why I think that social media is so toxic because it's literally the perfect layup for us to just sit there comparing ourselves to all these girls. That, like, you know, we have no idea what's going on in their lives, but I think that like misery loves company. Mm -hmm. I found myself honestly becoming very close with people who I thought it was like super fun to like gossip and just, you know, it seemed innocent. Like, Oh, we're just, you know, we're just venting to each other. And like, it's a necessary part of being a human or being a girl. This is what we do. We talk shit, we vent, whatever. But then you find yourself in like hours and hours of just like negative, hateful conversation. It's not productive. Nothing good is coming of it. You're not making each other better. And do you ever leave feeling better? Like you end mm -mm. up leaving feeling like down and like, wow, Icky. like I have nothing going for me. Like my life sucks, which isn't true. So I think I've, again, found myself having to like distance from people that like cannot help but to gossip and just like be jealous all the time. Should we change the saying to gossip is the thief of gratitude? Ooh, mm? wait, mm? I kind of like that. I kind of like that. Hey. It's hard to do. Have you ever found yourself like trying to talk less shit? <laughs> oh, no. I don't think I've had like, maybe that's because I don't feel like I've overdone it. Okay. Honestly, like I, I think 
I like I don't need an intervention for I don't need no I think I'm a appropriate amount yeah you're an appropriate amount yeah yeah I I think I agree yeah I agree I don't think I sit there talking badly about people all day but it is interesting because there have been people in my life where I'm like whenever I'm around this person it's like for some reason we get into this like cycle of talking about other people gossiping again self comparison, self-pitying, mm-hmm. like, why don't I have this? It's not fair that I'm not in the situation. So one thing I tried to do is I was like, all right, let me just like not engage. It is very interesting when you don't engage to see oh, if, yeah. if those people will Back continue down. wanting to be friends with you long-term. Hmm. Like some girl I was with a few weeks ago and she was like saying, she was like, yeah, this girl's like saying all the shit about you, blah, 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 blah. Like about all- you. Yeah. Um, I'll fight her. Yeah. And I was like, um, it was, yeah, someone that like, I'm not that close with who was telling me this. And I was just like, well, you know what people, why do they feel comfortable enough to talk shit about you in front of her? Exactly. That's hmm. a good point. And I was just like, you know what? People hate what they don't, what they can't understand. And that's all oh. I said. I just tried to move on. And she was just kind of like, okay. And she just stopped. Right. And my sister always says that she's like, I'm really trying to work on like not ever speaking negatively about people. But she's like, it's very interesting because when I'm with my friends who gossip a lot, she was like, I try to just like say something kind about the person or just like change the subject. And it will work because like, what are you gonna say? Like if someone's like talking all this shit and then I'm like, well, you know what? We don't know our situation. And then you change the subject. There, people are usually gonna like move on. Right. But then what we'll be telling is like, will they stop coming to you and trying to talk to you? Because misery loves company. Yep. And I think that's a good way to figure out like, who really should be in your life? Because you don't really need to surround yourself by people who cannot have a conversation with you that's not talking about other people in a negative way. Yeah. It's just not productive. I, lo- I love that you said that. Wow. What? Uh, what did you say about people hate what they can't understand? It's true. I like that a lot. <laughs> you like that? I do. Okay. People hate on what they can't understand. It's true, right? Like you see someone that's I gotta like write so that different down. from you like living their life and like people will want to rob the joy that you have. And it's like, well, they just don't, they don't understand it. They just don't Can't blame them it. for it. And if you can't beat them, join them. No, that's the opposite no? of what I'm saying. Oh, well, I just meant like. <laughs> no, I do like that. That's a good saying too. <laughs> yeah, maybe that wasn't the right insert. After all that, what, what if you can't beat them, join them. Well, it's like if you, if you can't. If you see something you want, go out. I don't know. I see it. I like it. I want it again. <laughs> now you're going full Ariana Grande. No. Uh, right, we just had just, such, we had such, a, such good, a good like, conversation. And now and we're just going had to full on toxic. I'm kidding, but it is true. So I guess like that's just some food for thought. If you're around people that, if you're Drain with you. a friend and you're like, oh, I don't know what it is about this person. I just can't tell if they, they care about me. Start keeping track. Yeah. When you see them, are they asking how your day is? If you're asking them like, hey, how was your week? Do you find them just talking for 10 minutes and never asking how your week was? It's interesting to think about. If you um, are with someone that is always like, you always find yourself gossiping and like talking shit with them. Try to not engage and just see what they do. Bada bing, bada boom. And then I think you'll slowly start to realize like, all right, who are the people that I need to invest my time into? Who are the people I don't? Because one of the things I love about hanging out with you, girl, is like, oh, me? I'm not saying we're always healthy. Like, we definitely have our toxic moments for sure, without a doubt. <laughs> but I actually think we genuinely have so much fun living in the moment and like talking about life. And even last night at dinner, it's like, 
we don't spend our time, the four of us, we're not saying they're talking to other people. No. We're joking around and making jokes about how like, you know, you don't like leather car leather seats on cars <laughs> and because it makes me car sick. Just like being silly. And I feel so happy, like joyful going away from moments with people when I can just like love and laugh and like have fun and not need to have it be about other people or bragging about ourselves or obsessing but over. But did we money. talk about leather seats too long and me not liking it? No, I liked it. Okay. It was fun. It was like a funny bantering moment. But like sitting there and talking about like how much money we make, like that's boring. That that's is boring. boring. Talking about other people, that's boring. Talking about ourselves, that's boring. So don't be boring. Be different. <laughs> and if you can't feed them, join them. If you can't feed them, join them. <laughs> and people hate what they can understand. All right. Well, that's all we had for you guys this week. We oh, love you. If you like your, you're up, girl. <laughs> You're up. It's all you. Wait, I just quickly wanted to shout out Dave from Alabama. Oh. He's our baddie of the week. Baddie of the week. He DM'd yes. us and really uplifted us with some really nice words. Yes. Um, so sweet. If you guys don't want to DM us and say really nice things, you can also leave us a five-star rating and review and say nice oh. things there on Apple. That's another way to get the message across. And it really warms my big black heart. My little black heart. My cold little black heart. So leave us a five-star rating and review on Apple. <laughs> Follow us on Instagram. It's at drinks after work underscore. Follow us on TikTok. It's at drinks after work. No underscore. And if you're a girl in the Boston area looking Wouldn't to make new friends, friends, please join our private Facebook group. Why are you being weird about it? I don't it? know. Join our private Facebook group. It's linked in our Hoobie bio on our Instagram. I love you guys. See you next love week. Love you baddies. Bye. Bye.